This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, March 15th, 2021. I am Dave Biddle flying solo today. A lot to get into. We're going to talk some spring football for the Buckeyes, which kicks off later this week. And we're going to, of course, talk some Ohio State basketball. The Buckeyes earned a number two seed in the NCAA tournament. The brackets were released yesterday. That's their highest seed in eight years when they uh, got to the Elite Eight and lost to Wichita State back in 2013. So uh, very exciting stuff. Let's start with spring ball kicking off this Friday, and we're actually going to meet with Ryan Day via Zoom on Wednesday, and there's going to be a lot of interesting questions posed his way. I want to take a look at maybe some of the more interesting questions that I expect to be posed to Coach Day. Before we get to that, though, I'm not sure if we're going to have any in-person availability to watch practices. I certainly hope we do, but if I had to guess right now, I'll be surprised if they let the media in to watch practices. Now, if they have an outdoor practice, maybe that would be different. And I'm sure they will have some outdoor practices, but usually during the spring, even if it's nice, they're usually indoors, which I always thought if it's nice out, why not just go outside and practice since the majority of your games are going to be outside. But uh, they're usually like that controlled environment and they're usually indoors uh, and maybe they'll let us in there for a practice or two. I certainly hope so. But as it stands right now, I'll be surprised if the media gets to watch any practices. I hope I'm wrong. As for Coach Dan Wednesday, that's going to be a lot of fun. We haven't talked to him since I believe signing day the late signing day so um a little more than a month since we talked to coach day almost a month and a half obviously he's gonna be asked about the quarterback situation spoiler he's not going to tip his hand he is not going to come out there and say cj stroud's the leader or jack miller's the leader or kyle mccord's the leader i'll be shocked if he does i guess anything's possible i think he's going to come out wednesday i'm sure he's going to be asked 10 different questions about the quarterbacks and he's going to say it's a great competition and um, they're all in the running i think they are all in the running like I've told you guys before, I think it's going to be C.J. Stroud, but I, I think all three of those guys are in the running. Even Kyle McCord is a true freshman. The other two guys are only a year older than him, and they didn't get much game experience. It helps them if they've been in the program for a year, but it's not like he's going up against like guys that have been in the program three and four years. And Ryan Day handpicked Kyle McCord. Ryan Day really handpicked all three of them. So that's going to be a lot of fun to follow, but we're not going to know, as I keep saying. We're really not going to know till probably the week of the Minnesota game. If not, Ryan Day might not even tell us. Maybe we won't know until the until the first snap of the Minnesota game when they go trotting out there who's going to be the quarterback. I have a feeling we'll know before that, that he'll tell us sometime during camp. But I think he's going to push that competition into preseason camp. Of course, Coach Day is going to be asked about the running back situation as well. I don't expect him to tip his hand too much, but this is different, though. I, I do think Master Teague is going to get first crack. And with him being a veteran, uh, fourth year in the program now, I, I think Coach Day is probably going to come out and say, now that I think about it, it's probably going to come out and say, Master Teague is our starting running back you know, as of now. And if somebody can beat him out, so be it. But um, I do think he'll get first crack of the job. 
But, I mean, all six running backs are here in Columbus. The two freshmen have already enrolled with Travion Henderson and Evan Pryor. You know, and they're joining the returning guys with Master Teague and Mayan Williams and Marcus Crowley and Steel Chambers. And I really like Mayan Williams. I keep talking about that. It was a small sample size. But even if you look at what he did in high school, Cincinnati Winton Woods, they played tough competition. This kid was rushing for over 2,000 yards every year against top. I mean, that, that's tough to do if you're playing small school football in Ohio. You know, playing big school football in the Cincinnati area and rushing for 2,000 yards every year, that's really, really impressive. When I say every year, not as a freshman, but I believe he did as a sophomore. And I know he did as a junior and senior and well over. 2,000 yards these last couple of years. So even though it was a small sample size as a true freshman, I really like Mayan Williams. And I like that he can be a change of pace guy if uh, Travion Henderson breaks out like I expect he will. And if he's not the starter, I think he's going to have a big role regardless. Travion Henderson will, the number one running back in the country. And then you can put Mayan Williams in there as a change of pace. And even though he's a bruiser, he's got good feet. He's not going to outrun guys, but he can make you miss. And he can run you over, of course. So Mayan Williams has some good agility. He's not a burner, but he's got good agility. And I think, you know, if he was a burner, there's no way he would have been a three-star recruit, right? Good thing Ohio State was able to steal him away from Iowa State at the last minute. Matt Campbell continues to prove he has a good eye for running backs. Since he's been at Toledo, he had a good eye for running backs. He recruited Kareem Hunt there. They have a good running back right now at Iowa State. And Mayan Williams was on his way to Iowa State till Ohio State came in there at the last minute and said, we want you. And good thing that they did that. People thought that was a reach for Ohio State. It's looking good now. So I'm sure Coach Day is going to be asked a lot about the running backs. And then, of course, he's going to be asked a lot about the defense. What's going on with the defense? What changes are you guys making? As you reflect on it, how much of this is on Coach Combs? How much of it was on other factors? He's not going to come out and blast Coach Combs, but I, you know, I'm sure Ryan Day expects a lot more out of the defense. They were the number one total defense in the country in 2019, fell to the 50s in the total defense this past season, and they were one of the worst passing defenses in the country, sixth to last in the country in passing defense, sixth best in the country in rushing defense. So I'm sure he's going to be asked all kinds of questions about if they're mixing things up with the scheme. Are you guys going with more of a traditional two-safety look with a strong safety and a free safety or just two safeties out there together instead of the single high safety? you mix mixing both of those in together with the single high safety at times and the two safeties together at times who's stepping up at safety who's stepping up at the other cornerback positions and just all kinds of questions about the defense linebackers who's going to be right now who's in line to be the starting linebackers replacing those guys um, all those seniors that left the three starters and, and plus Justin Hilliard who's almost like a fourth starter out there he was the fourth starter against Alabama when they decided to go with four linebackers which is still head scratching but uh, they were depleted in that game so they had to try something they tried four linebackers the the four four three alignment against Alabama did not work out very well there. At one point, Tough Borland was one-on-one against the Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith. Not good. Not good at all. So Coach Day is going to be peppered with questions about the defense. Coach Paul Rhodes coming in as the defensive analyst. I'm personally going to ask him about that. I want to know more about that role. What exactly is he going to be doing? I mean, I got a pretty good feeling what Coach Rhodes is going to be doing. Uh, he's just going to be an extra set of eyes and an extra brain for uh, for Coach Combs to bounce ideas off of, to give Coach Combs ideas. He could be there in the press box during games. He can't be on the headset, but he can be there during games, and, and he can write handwritten notes and pass them along, but you can't be on the headset. It's one of those weird rules. So, you know, the defense has to be exponentially better. It can't just be better. It has to be a lot better. This team is going to be really good this year, but the defense has to be a lot better, and I'm sure it will be. So Coach Day is going to be asked about all of that and much more. And it's going to be a lot of fun talking with Coach Day on Wednesday. And then again, spring ball itself kicks off on Friday. And we will meet with an assistant coach to be named and likely some players 
to be named on Friday. This is per Ohio State Sports Information Department. We will get head coach Ryan Day, like I said, on Wednesday, and then likely an assistant coach plus players on Friday. So that'll be fun talking to them. I assume we would get them after practice, maybe be before. Hopefully we get them after practice. We can ask them how things went the first day of practice. All right, let's switch gears and talk some hoops. Ohio State, now they didn't win the Big Ten Tournament Championship, but my goodness, was that a great run for them this past weekend. I mean, think about it. They entered the Big Ten Tournament. There's only three Big Ten teams they had not beaten this year. Minnesota, Purdue, and Michigan. I mean, it was like a storybook how that worked out. They beat Minnesota, they beat Purdue, and then they beat Michigan. Um, they made us nervous in each of those games. Look, all of them are going to be blowouts, and uh, Ohio State made it interesting. But they won, and it was important because not only did they get a number two seed, they got they're, – they're considered the second best of the two seeds. So they're the number six team overall in the tournament, according to the committee. Why does that matter? Because I like this draw for Ohio State. You play Oral Roberts in the first round. Regardless, when you play a 15 seed, it's going to be a good matchup for you. Here's why I like it. Florida is the seventh seed. So Florida beats Virginia Tech. Florida and Ohio State will play if Ohio State beats Oral Roberts, of course. Florida is the worst of the number seven seeds. They're the 28th overall team in this country, the worst of the seven seeds. Contrast that with Iowa, who is also a two seed, but they're the worst of the two seeds. They're the eighth best team in the country, according to the committee. Iowa, if they win their first game, they have to play the winner of Oregon and VCU. Oregon and VCU might be the best seven and 10 seeds, respectively, in the tournament. In fact, before the tournament, I was talking with one of my good friends, Jeff Rapp, who used to work here at Bucknuts, and we were talking about how VCU and Oregon were, two, were going to be two of our upset picks. And, of course, they're playing each other in the first round. I hated when I saw that. I'm like, was the committee – the committee always has a good sense of humor. Was, was the committee listening to our conversation? So, anyway, if you're Iowa, you're a two-seed – but man, that second round game is going to be tough. Not that it's going to be a cakewalk for the Buckeyes if you play Florida or if you play Virginia Tech, but I'd much rather play one of them than play a VCU or play an Oregon in the second round for sure. Now, the flip side of this is if Ohio State gets to the Sweet 16 and chalk holds, they would play Arkansas in the Sweet 16. Arkansas is the best of the number three seeds. So do I still think it's a good draw? I do. I do because just getting to the Sweet 16 is what you want to do. You're going to have a tough game regardless once you get to the Sweet 16. And I like Ohio State's draw to get to the Sweet 16. And then, yeah, if you play Arkansas, that's going to be tough. Uh, by the way, Jay Sean Tate's younger brother, Jalen Tate, is a senior at Arkansas. He transferred from Northern Kentucky. So the Buckeyes play Arkansas. They're going to be going up against Jay Sean Tate's younger brother, Jalen Tate. He's a really good player. So Arkansas is a good team. So that would be obviously a tough game. But you just want to get there. Ohio State hasn't been to the Sweet 16 in a long time. Eight years to be exact. Yeah, so again, the last time they were number two seed eight years ago, that was the last time they got to the Sweet 16. So just get to the Sweet 16. And then if they're able to get to the Elite Eight and shock holds, they would play Baylor. And Baylor is the second best team in the country, third best team in the country. I think the committee has them, yeah, as the third best. But regardless, I mean, they're fantastic. And they've been one of those teams all year, along with Gonzaga. And at times, Michigan and now Illinois, where people are like, those are the best teams. And Ohio State's been in that conversation, too. They've dropped off a little bit. But um, I like Ohio State's chances here. Do I think they're going to win the national championship? No, I don't. But I, they are one of like 10 teams, I think, that have a chance. 10 or 12, maybe. And there's parity. When Gonzaga is a, they're a great team, but when that's the best team, even though they're a great team, I mean, you know, we're not talking about some unbeatable team here. Even though they're undefeated right now, I mean, they, guess what? If they had to play the Big Ten schedule, you think they'd be undefeated? Heck no, they'd have multiple losses. So it's going to be interesting once they have to play tough teams back to back to back, how they're going to look. 
Gonzaga's never won a national championship. They've been to one Final Four. Um, maybe this is the year they'll get over the hump. But um, Ohio State's one of those teams that have a chance. And you're not going to find any more battle-tested teams than these Big Ten teams. So if you look at the Vegas odds, if you're into uh, some sports gambling, Ohio State has 18-1 to odds to win the national championship. 18 to 1 odds to win the national championship. So again, I like this draw. I like the way this team is playing. They're going to get Kyle Young back. That's not official, but I would bet anything, speaking of sports gambling, that they will get Kyle Young back. It sounds like it was a precaution. He probably could have played the next day after suffering the concussion, but they obviously wouldn't do that. But he was feeling fine the next day. And uh, I am sure he's going to be suiting up this Friday against Oral Roberts. So, and it's really interesting how the team is, is they're just staying in Indianapolis. They have to quarantine for uh, the next day and a half and then they'll get back to practicing. So they're not even able to do anything today. They're just all going to be quarantined in their hotel room in Indianapolis. One guy to a room, they're not sharing rooms. And a lot of the teams, as Chris Holman was saying last night, uh, a lot of the teams that are going to be playing in the tournament are going to be staying in the same hotel that the Buckeyes are at. I'm not sure what specific hotel it is, if you're wondering, but uh, it is interesting to me that um, they have to stay in Indianapolis. They weren't even allowed to come back to Columbus for a couple of days, and they can't even practice or do anything today. Not that they would practice after playing four four games in four days, but uh, I do find that schedule very interesting. So this is just a lot of fun. This is going to be a great week. Spring ball kicks off, and then we have Ohio State basketball on Friday, and then very likely on Sunday as well, and hopefully Next Monday on the morning, five-ish, we'll be talking about the Buckeyes being in the Sweet 16. Well, thanks for riding along with me on this solo venture of the morning five. I hope everyone has a great day. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.